ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pesky Pole Podcast, where absolutely nothing matters anymore. The yep. MLB is a mess. We don't know what's going to happen. We might not see baseball for a year and a half total. Rob Manfred is terrible, <laughs> and it doesn't matter anymore. We are the Oh, by the way, welcome to the Basketball Podcast. How are you guys doing today? My name's, my name's Robert. This is Ari. I don't know what that intro was, but we are rolling with it. Ari, what's going on? Not much, man. Not much. Yeah, this is a, this has been a wild Monday and Tuesday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I I've mean, been, <laughs> this has been, I'm mad. I'm mad. You're, I, I'm, I'm mad too. I have things to say, but mm-hmm. yeah, but let's get into guys, it. Let's get right into it, but if you guys do like this kind of content, make sure to like and subscribe. We're still a very small channel. It would mean the most to us. So, all right, get into it. Well, as Bobby has said, as Bobby has on his stat line, not stat line, program, that'll be a show. All right, I can't use that. You have, you'll, you'll just bleep out the first part. <laughs> Bleep out uh, the first part and people will know exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> yep. Right. You can do that. Trust me. I know YouTube. All right. <laughs> this is terrible. All right. But yeah. Um, so so, so Sunday. Keep... All right. So Sunday, Rob Manfred says, we're working on, was it Sunday? I think it was Sunday. We're working on a way to try to bring baseball back. And I was like, well. You've been doing this for how many how many weeks? And so, yeah. So I'm like, I'm all gearing to go. And then yesterday I was scrolling through Instagram, which is kind of having a peaceful day. And Bobby DMs me and is like, dude, look at this post. <laughs> and Rob Manfred says, having baseball is very unlikely if we can't come to the agreement with the MLBPA. And I was like, the MLBPA is not the problem here. It's you. you. You, Rob Manfred, you are the issue. Uh, I don't really like him just because he's done some funky stuff to the Red Sox. But, I mean, he's the commissioner. We do have to respect that. It probably is a very hard job. But get baseball back. I mean, what are you, what are you asking for? What are you mm-hmm. asking for, my guy? Yeah. a bunch, I can't remember who it was off the top of my head. I'll put it in editing. But somebody ended up... Um, putting out a message on, I think, Twitter and asking the NBA commissioner if he wanted to help out. Because yeah. <laughs> it's... I the love NBA, that. The NBA has their stuff together, right? They know they, exactly when they're going to come back. Yes, they have some players who are being stupid, a.k.a. Kyrie Irving. If you're an NBA fan, you know. But they have their stuff together. They know when they're going to come back. They have a full plan in place all the way up till next year. What... Does anybody see our plan? Because I, I really don't. I don't. Do you see it? Oh, I see it in the trash can over there. <laughs> it's over there. <laughs> it's crumpled up. Yeah, that's... It's got Rob Manfred fingerprints all over it. Yeah, and like we are saying in the last one, it's going to be a rough decision no matter what. These players have been through a lot. They haven't been able to be paid. you got to remember that. They haven't necessarily yeah. been able to be paid, especially minor leaguers. Minor leaguers. They're taking pay cuts. Everybody's taking pay cuts. Everybody's taking pay cuts. But we need 
to make sure we get those guys back on the field and generating some revenue for this organization. That's the only way people are going to get paid. The MLB is going to make some money and the MLB is going to get some exposure so that we can finally have some baseball flowing through again. It's not going to work if we're just going to sit here for a season and a half. Fans are going to lose interest. The MLB, I wouldn't say he's going to burn to the ground, but it's going to be pretty damn close. The the viewers are going to go down. Viewers are going to go down. And like you said, yeah, like you said, the longer you take to make a decision, the shorter the season's going to get. Like Mm -hmm. we started off, okay, we know it's not going to be 162 games. All right, let's go to 114. 114 is a pretty reasonable number. That is like, very reasonable. reasonable. For all the... And then he's like nine, like was like 89 games. I was like, perfectly fine. All the MLBPA um, suggestions for a season have, look, have been coming out that I've seen look great. I don't know what Manfred thinks is wrong. I mean, there must be some piece that we're missing. Mm-hmm. Or he's just, a, he's got his... Yeah. Don't say it. Don't yeah, say yeah. it. But, I know exactly. Don't you know say exactly it. what I mean. It's a, right. it's um, I, I found okay. a video on a YouTube page that I subscribe to that has like, I can't remember how many pages. I'll remember to send it to you after because it, it sums this all up perfectly. Okay. All right. It, you'll see. But anything else you want to say about that before we move on to our next topic? Other than we we hate this situation for now and hopefully Manfred, by next week it gets better. Manfred. Go away. Go away. Go away. <laughs> Go away and never come back. That's about all we can say right now. That's about it. That's all we it's... can say without getting taken off the internet. <laughs> yes. All right. Jeez. So, next topic is, with all this happening, people kind of forgot that we had the draft. And a lot of good young prospects got taken by our Red Sox. Do you want to go through the first couple picks that you, that you saw? So... The number one, well, they're, they're uh, why am I, I can't find exactly when they were taken, but first player we took was Nick York. With the second baseman. pick, I think. 17th pick. Somewhere around there. Second round, I bet. Yeah, second round. No, he was a first round pick. Was he first round? Yes. Oh, the other guy was, okay, right, right, right. Um, from high school and looks really pretty solid, um, yeah, so I I, uh, I like that. And then Blaze Jordan, corner infielder. Oh, yeah, so, like I said, second baseman. Um, Blaze Jordan, corner infielder, can play first and third. But his power is phenomenal. Yes. Like, at, at age 16? Or was it 13? I think it was 13. 13! At age 13! He was hitting bombs 500 feet plus. Mm-hmm. One that home run derby for the high school. Looks like he's the next best power hitter. Like, he, look, he reminds me of Joey Gallo a little bit. Like, of how much he just mashes balls. And then we got yes. some pitcher named Jerry, Jerry, bleh, Jeremy Wu Yelland, which I love that nickname or that name. <laughs> it's from Hawaii, so it's like. Mm-hmm. And then Shane Drohan, which I've never heard of. Okay. So oh, yeah, let's 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 go back a little bit to Blaze Jordan, yeah. all right? And like, we we talked about this before we hit record, but he might not be in a Red Sox uniform come next year. All right, this year or next year, next year, and the reason is he might go to college. 
Oh, my word. So, he committed no. to, listen, he committed to Mississippi State at the age of 13. He committed there okay. at the age of 13, and he might fulfill that commitment and stay. And that brings up the question, should MLB prospects have to commit to college if they're coming straight out of high school before the draft? Because we end up throwing in situations like this, where we take a guy and we don't know if we're actually going to get the guy. I want to know what I think. with my draft picks if I'm going to get them. You know. Yeah. Here's what I think. I think if you sign a player, mm-hmm. if you draft them, right? Like, good example of this: Xander Bogarts was scouted. And not drafted, but pretty much drafted by the Red Sox by age 13. I don't know if you knew that. And he was, the Red Sox basically came to like his parents, his mom, and was like, we want him on the team. Like, we want him to, we want to put him in the organization. And she said, nope, not until he fulfills high school, not until he gets that done. He did that, and then he was drafted, and, you know, now he's starting shortstop. But I think. If he goes to college, that's totally fine. I don't have a problem with him going to college. He could become a way better hitter then. But I still think he would should be on the Red Sox because we drafted him. He shouldn't have to be redrafted. Yeah, like he's, that's, if that's he goes to college, he's going to be redrafted. No, we shouldn't. He shouldn't mm-hmm. have to be. Like, yeah, that's a problem that here. Ticks me off. Is like, I don't have a problem like, with someone going to high school or college. You know, that doesn't yeah. bother me. Just come. You have you 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 have to be back on the team. Yes. It's basically like um, in the NBA, like a Euro stash. A team drafts you, you go and play in Europe for two years, and then you come back, right? And you still get put on that same team. But in baseball, if a kid's like, hey, I just got out of high school. Oh, I don't want to play for a small market team, let's say Milwaukee. Oh, okay. I, don't want to, I don't want to play for Milwaukee. I'll go to college for one year, redraft, and see what happens. You know what I mean? It's so yeah. dumb. Like, and the biggest scenario that comes to mind is Kyler Murray. Right? Yeah. He yeah. last year he was the eighth eighth pick by the Athletics. They yeah. lost out on the eighth pick in the draft because he decided now nah, I'm gonna go play football. Which I guess that's different though, because it's like he's completely changing sports. Yes, but you need to commit to something. Right? That's you can't true. you can't yeah. leave these MLB teams in the dark because this is the future of their team. These picks will reflect on how they are for the next couple years. Because, you know, even yeah. fourth, fifth, sixth-round guys, you make the right draft pick, that's a major league starter right there. You well, know? and here's the thing about Murray. Like, as soon as he decided, oh, I'm going to go to the NFL draft, it was like, well, there goes your career. Because <laughs> you can, like, your career in the NFL is so short that yes. you, like, okay, you make you may make more money. But in the long term, Right, you're gonna be playing more games. Like that's why you see Tim Tebow and this other quarterback, mm-hmm. who just you know are you know deciding, oh, we want to change sports because now we can't play football anymore because we're so we're so broken. <laughs> and it's like we can we, w- we still want to be active. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I if he goes to college, that's okay. But he better come back to the Red Sox. I think they should make an exception. The Red Sox should make a should make a uh, what's it called. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's 
Let's pray he just says, you know what, I'm going to take some money. Let's pray. Because he could be, he could be an amazing, like, can you imagine in the future, Michael Chip is playing first base with Blaze Jordan? Like, that name, first of all, that name is amazing. Yes. Like, that, that's like a name straight out of, like, the general, generalized, like, MLB draft mm-hmm. in MLB The Show. Yes. Like, <laughs> as soon as and I saw that, I was like, wait, 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 wait a second. <laughs> and even if that does happen, right, we could still move Chavis over to second base. We still don't really have a second baseman. Yeah. We have Peraza, but that's Well, Peraza. Nick York, I mean, if he doesn't, you know, decide, oh, I want to go to college. Yeah. You know. All right. So... With that being out of the way, I want to get into some lighter stuff. So, on the Instagram, and Ari has been seeing this too, I've started two new kind of mini-series, we'll say, on one being on the Stan Red Sox history. We've had a couple of really good posts on there. I've been surprised to see what's happened. I didn't even know for a point we had the all-time career saves leader. We had the greatest closer ever. Yeah. I, I completely forgot about that name. And... Um, I started up some fun facts about some of my favorite players. And the ones that I posted today, right, first, it really, because it's a trip down memory lane. It takes some of these players that I've seen, and I'm just like, damn, I miss them on this team. Like, for example, the one I posted today, Brock Holt hitting for the cycle. That was, we miss Brock Holt. We really, really miss Brock Holt. Ari's about I'm to cutting cry. Onions. I'm not crying. I'm cutting onions. Mm-hmm. And the fun fact I had for today was Noah Garcia Parra had 2015 vision, which made his vision literally better than perfect. And was it better what, than was it better than uh, Ted Williams though? I don't know. I can't name it off top Williams. Of my head. I don't know if this is, this could be a myth. I, I don't know if this is entirely true. If you put on a record player, he could read the words going around while the record was turning. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing, uh, I mean, that doesn't take away from Garcia Parra's vision. Like, that's amazing. Yes. And what Nomar used to do is <laughs> he would have a, um, he, in spring training, yep. right? During practices, he wouldn't train with his glove. He would buy a kid's glove and train with that. To make his infielding even better. That's the dedication this guy had. This is nuts. Yeah. But if you guys like that kind of content and some other stuff that Ari does post too whenever he decides to actually post. When decide to wake up and come out of my my (laughs) Um, Make sure to follow the Instagram at Basketball Podcast because we got a lot of stuff going on over there. We really appreciate it. So. Let's see what I got next. So, should... Okay, so this was something that I was talking to a friend of mine. And he was saying, we were both huge NBA and MLB fans. And the one thing that's significantly different about the NBA from the MLB is the MLB, or the NBA has a hard cap. Which means you have this amount of money to go sign players. And every team has the same amount. It's not like the MLB, where the more revenue you drive in, the more you can spend. So these big teams, Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, all those really top-of-the-line teams have a much better chance to go out and sign somebody 
unlike let's say Colorado or Detroit. You know, it seems or, like that. Know, Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, screw Baltimore. But hey, we gotta feel bad for them though. They can't yes. help it. They can't help we, it that they suck. Yeah. Like, hey, we can't help it that just two years after we won a World Series in 2015, if you look at that Brock Holt video, and when he hits the double off the Green Monster, right, you see Red Sox all the way in dead last. <laughs> <laughs> they were like 27 and 39. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that was not fun. But yeah, and that brings up the question. Should the MLB adopt a hard cap, giving each team the same amount of money to work with? No competitive advantage. The only real advantage you have is being a big market team. You know, the small market team still has the money to go out and sign somebody. You know what I mean? Should that be something that the MLB puts in place? I don't know. Because for me, like, where's that money going then? Right, like if you have like these, like you said, big market teams that make a ton of money. If you're like in baseball, oh, then where's that extra money going? Make yeah, how much revenue that you make determines who you can sign. Where does all that money go then? Like, are we just evenly distributing all the money between the the teams? Because like, then that's unfair to like the Yankees or even the Red Sox. It's like like yo, we've made this money now. It's like people love our team. Why are we having to like cut that down? But also at the same time, it does make it you know. You could see really interesting signings, like people mm-hmm. going to, you know, like you said, um, Colorado or uh, yeah. Detroit. But yeah. I, my question would be, where did the rest of that money go, though? That's a good question. That's something I haven't really thought of. Of Does I mean, the rest of your that, money that you make filter back into the MLB, which gives it to the other teams? And that would just be kind of unfair because you're funding the competition. Yeah. Which, I think what it should be, I think we can meet in the middle. I think you could say something where it's like, all right, maybe you do like a, this is the amount of money that, this is the minimum money that you can spend. I don't, I don't know if this is in place or not, but like, yeah, every, there's a minimum. every team is given about like this much, not given, but like, well, yeah, kind of like, this is how much money that you're, that you spend on free agents. If you do more than that, there's a tax. Maybe it's that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a thing or not. I don't I know. If think I it is. It. Well, but I know, if, like, if you spend a total money, if you spend like a general amount of money on a team, like the Yankees, you'll lose draft picks. If you go over the competitive balance tax threshold thing, whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, you're right. There are teams that, like, the Yankees and the Dodgers, who can just seem to have endless pockets. And just, you know, go get people like Garrett Cole. And it's like, okay, cool. Well, what about these other teams that, mm-hmm. like, you know, stink? <laughs> it's, it's it's an so interesting dumb. question. It is mm-hmm. interesting. But basically, um, yeah, that's about all I want to talk about there. The last thing that we got to talk about, and it's been a shorter episode, not a big yeah. but what is and it's mainly because we kind of have no content please if if you're out there Thanks, if you're Rob, out there send send more content please send we, more content need. and uh we don't like modern manfred we, we, like we apologize to any head apologies yes but with that basically what i want to look at is 
what can we do? What's this MLB season going to look like for next next year? Are you talking 2021 season? I'm, ta- I'm talking for this year. Sorry. 2020 season? When are we going to start? Will we even have a season? Uh, well, like I said before, you know, the longer we don't have a season, the shorter the season's going to be. You know? So it's like it. It, 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 it's going to eventually get to a point where it's like, is it even worth it? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, but at the same time, you have to look at all the repercussions of not having a season. Right? First. You get Mookie back. No. First, you have those guys who are in their prime, a.k.a. guys like Mookie, who are wasting a season of their prime. They're not getting Ellinger. any younger. They're not getting that much better, right? Yeah. Anybody from basically ages 19 to, let's say, 34, those yeah. guys in that range aren't getting any younger, right? But here's the um, – here's the – sorry. Someone just emailed me. I don't know what the heck that is. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Um, here's the thing, though. So, like, if you don't have a season – there's two upsides that I can think of. So the upside for the Red Sox would be if you don't have a season, you don't have to play a season without sale. Sale can get, be completely healthy for the 2021 season. That's a positive. That's a positive. Also, players who you know, had a down league year, like didn't do well last year, they could potentially, like, I, I see a lot of people taking this time to, you know, work out and get more fit. So it could very well be, yeah, we don't have a season. But at the, at the least, these players are still going out. It's not like they're just, like, sitting and there's nowhere to go. Like, restrictions are being lifted. So they could go do stuff like, I'm going to go hit or I'm going to go field. And maybe you can get some of your buddies together and, like, hang out. And hit. At the same time, right, for the people who don't know this about us, Ari and I were both ballet dancers, which not many people would guess because, you know, it's very, it's a very limiting field. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Ari, Ari dances for what I'd like to call, it's not a professional company, it's more like a pre-professional pre-prof- company, yes, something like that. I do it in college. So with that, you got to think, we spent two, three months we couldn't get in a studio like now right yeah what's what what would you say is more efficient for you staying at home stretching and trying your best or actually getting your butt in the studio 10 to 15 hours a week actually you know what i mean yeah the best way these guys are going to get better is to play the games and go to practice like you could work out all you want it's not going to be as much well you can hold practices that's the thing you may just not be able to play games you know that's the thing like for me i think there are pluses and you know there are pros and cons to both sides like i think the pros definitely would be if you're coming off an injury like verdugo you know he's all ready to play a season yeah but like if you're given a little bit of extra time not just to rest but to condition yourself like that could be good but Mm -hmm. i totally see where you're coming from no one's getting any younger (laughs) and so another thing is what do you do about the contracts Yes, you have so to what, look. What do you do with like, people like Kevin Pillar, who's on a one-year contract? Martin Perez, Mookie Betts, 
You know, these guys who were on big one-year contracts, not big, but, you know, important. Yeah, but it's, what do you yeah, do? It's, it's important for the guys who are on the last year of the deal because it's a make-or-break year for them. They can go out and they can average a 180 batting average, a, like, 250 slugging, and completely wet the bed. And yeah. then their stock is going to go down. Or they can be an average player or good player and have a great season and they're mm-hmm. Their price is going to go way through the roof, right? It's all based on what yeah. you do the last season. And if teams have to go out here, if we don't have a season, and they have to go next season and be like, "You did good a year ago," but but here's the thing: still good. So what you could do? Yes, I see where you're coming from. You could also do this, you know. Um, take for instance that you have a guy. Um, like Mookie, for instance, let's just take Mookie. So, yeah, he's on the Dodgers, and he can't. He's on like this would be after the 2020 season. He would be a free agent. Mm-hmm. What if he, since he's not playing and he's getting a significant pay cut, why doesn't the rest of what he would be paying, right? You, you know, see what I'm saying? The rest yeah. of what he was paying. What if he was paid that the next year? So in the entirety of two seasons, he gets paid the same amount, can still play a season, and within this time frame, he's not known for really stealing bases. He could be working in stealing bases. His feeling is phenomenal. His hitting is what it is. Like, it's not to scoff at. But also, at the same time, like he could improve his speed. So that could improve his free agency stock if it's like, okay, you have an extended, very much extended offseason. Yes. Here we go. Why don't, like, because if, if it's like, if I was Mookie, like, dude, I'd be like, why am I getting a pay cut? Oh, right, because we, we can't play. But I still want that money, though. Like, I still earned it. But Rather than having to, like, just go into free agency with, like, literally half of what I would have gotten that year. It's like, why don't I just pay the entire, why don't you pay me the entire one-year salary over two years? Does this make sense, or am I just going around in circles? <laughs> yes, but it, it doesn't work. Mainly because if you do that, if you do that with everyone, how are you going to have enough money? How are you going to make enough revenue within one season to pay for two seasons? You know what I mean? That's true. Because there's no income. Like, people aren't going to go and, like, their only way of, like, baseball's only way of revenue right now is through, um... Like mm-hmm. online sales of jerseys and stuff. Is through is through t- is through sales and jerseys. Yeah, and through TV and advertising yeah. and all to get through there. I will not be surprised if we get to the season and you, and you'll be like, this pitch is sponsored by State Farm, and the next pitch, <laughs> this pitch is sponsored by Burger King. Like that's the only way they're gonna get any this sort of right money. Here. This pitch is this pitch is presented by Geico, saving fifteen percent or more on car insurance for every every year or whatever it is um this home run is just like every pitch gonna, is sponsored every every pitch every hit every homer every player gonna be sponsored that's every about second, how they're gonna make fun this second is presented by shine warner cable um yeah so i see where you're coming from definitely because where's stink, everything by the way it's gonna be terrible no, i mean it's no good answer here my mindset yeah there's no good like my mindset which is sad but it's like the longer we're not playing baseball 
the more sad we get. The more sad we get, but also for me, I'm like, when you do have a season, what's the point? Like, I, I hate to say it, but, like, I love, I love baseball. I, like, I would not want this to happen. If I had a choice, if everybody had a choice, this wouldn't happen. But I don't know. It's, like, a, it's a weird thing. It's really weird. And I think you could do it. Like, if, like, I, I just, I think it could work. You just, like, with the whole, like, the, 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 the money thing. Mm-hmm. If someone paid $10 million, you know, for this year, for the 2020 season, which is not going to happen, <laughs> according to Rob Manfred. So it's like, okay, you get paid $5 million this year. And then the next year, you get paid another $5 million. We're still paying him. We would still be paying somebody the same amount of money. It's just stretched out over two years. Yeah. And I mean, we can, we can keep going on about this because there are a lot, a lot of problems lot to of, each side. But that's a about... A lot of ways this could work. A lot of ways yeah. it couldn't work. Yeah, that's about all we have time for, though. Let's get into one of our favorite parts of the episode. Ari's takes. Go Ari's for it. Ari's takes. All right, so I think it was Saturday or Sunday. No, Friday. Last Friday. PlayStation came out with the, play, the PS5. Ooh, here we go. PS5, all right? Now, here's the thing. It's like the, the set price is like around... They haven't really pulled well, it out yet. They said it's going to be around like $499, um, which is like, okay, that's fair. But would you rather pay for a Wi-Fi router, a.k.a. the PS5, or would you rather or pay for a fridge. small refrigerator? The Xbox Series. X. That thing is huge. All right, I don't care. That does not blend in. That does not blend in. Huge. Right. It's like it's insane. But it's not. It's not compact. And mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I I, the I PlayStation probably... Five is a little compact. Like I I do like the design of the PS4, where you yeah. can just slide it into a small area because like or you can have it stand upright. You know whatever. But I don't think yeah. you can. I don't think you can have the PS5 like lie down flat. Yeah, that's... I could be wrong. They could find ways of, you know, mm-hmm. but, that. I don't know. Are you gonna are you gonna buy it right when it comes out? No, probably not. I'll wait probably wait like six months. I don't have that type of money right now. That's honestly um, what I'm gonna do too is I'm going to probably purchase it in a year from now. So next well, cause, summer. Yeah, because it's it's coming out in this on December like holidays. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm definitely not buying it then. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna wait a while till the price drops. Like the most, I'll probably pay for it. I'm a cheapskate. I'll probably pay only pay like three hundred fifty, four hundred for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I mean, it's backwards compatible, which is nice. Like you can, I can play my PS4 games on the PS5. Oh really? Is, yeah, Sick. they said, but I think it's certain games. So damn, but yeah, um, exciting. Was it? It took me so long to upgrade from the PS3 to the PS4. I got my PS3 back in 2013. I did not own my PS4 till 2019. I kept the same PS3 for six years and didn't upgrade. But then I was finally like, you know what? I have a consistent job. (laughs) I need it. Yeah. All right, we've been rambling off too long. I don't know at what time we started this. I can't even remember how long this episode is. What time is it? What day is it? What time is it? 
Um, who are we again? 14. I don't know. This is the. I don't. I don't know even what we're doing anymore. But that being said, we appreciate you guys are watching. Like we said, once we hit the 30, 35 minute point, this episode, this episode start going down because <laughs> Tari yeah, and I don't yeah. know. It's, it's we're running out of content. Send content, please help. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate you guys. We'll see you guys next time. Sometimes I like it when I look